Hello, all my littles and my bigs. It's Barbara Jarbeck here with the Marvel of My Ordinary Life, episode number 23. Hey, hey, don't eat that. Today was the end result of a lot of chicken drama. I have had chicken since I was about 10 years old. Easy peasy. When I was little, the worst thing that happened is that Myrtle, the next door neighbor, St. Bernard, came over and snuffled up a few of them. She carried them around in her mouth as chicks, which did not end well. She also climbed into the horse trough, a St. Bernard in a trough of water that is full, and when she gets out, it is empty. She did not drink it. She soaked it up like a sponge. Over time, I had chickens in small houses. I had chickens in apartments, not physically in the apartment. But I lived in the apartment and kept my chickens at a neighbor's house, a neighbor that I didn't know until I wanted chickens and asked if they were using their backyard. <laughs> so I have no shame. I really like having chickens. They're just funny. They have eggs. Over the years, even when I was working doing the nature program, chickens were not that big a deal as far as getting sick. The chickens at school, the worst that happened to them, which was graphically disgusting, was raccoons would get them now and then until we really, really, really secured the coop. But chickens at the house here, I've just ironically, that means, are you even kidding me? The chances of that happening. I have just ironically finished a beautiful addition to my chicken coop so that I could increase the flock size to nine hens. I had Meg, my big mama hen, who doesn't lay eggs anymore, but she loves having a family. So every time she goes broody and sits on the eggs of the other chickens, I take those eggs out and you know what I do. Yeah. I sneak baby chicks underneath her and she loves them. She is just such a good mama. So when I noticed the other day that she looked like, you've all seen teenagers with beautiful long hair and when it's in their eyes, what do they do? They head flick. They flick their hair to the side without using their hands. Well, that's what Meg started doing the other day and I thought, okay, that's weird. She doesn't have bangs. I thought, I wonder if she has something stuck in her her throat, or if she has something that I know as sauerkraut. In my world, it meant that she had something stinky stuck in her crop, which I know you all, I didn't know what a crop was for a very long time. A crop is the thing that the chicken uses to basically smoosh their food up and get it going through their system. They don't have teeth. Can you imagine? Actually, that would be hysterical looking if they did, but they don't. So they have a crop that smooshes up their food. Meg's crop was smelling a little stinky, a little bit. And yes, the reason I know this, because I picked her up and did what apparently is a hugely no-no. You tilt the chicken upside down, rub its chest where the crop is, and they will throw up because otherwise they can't throw up. Well, come to find out that is a horrible idea because they can actually choke on what you have made them throw up as the rest of it goes back down. It can actually end up going in their lungs. I had to lock poor Meg in a dog carrier. I put her in there for two days at first. I only gave her yogurt 
and fennel seeds, which she loved a lot. I mixed them together. I made sure she had clean, clean water every single day. She stayed there for two days, and honestly, she looked a little better before her tail was poking down, and she was like, oh, mom, I don't feel well. I thought, oh, yay, she's getting better. So I took her out of the dog crate, let her start walking around, and then Oh no, worst thing ever. I started looking at the other chickens. There are eight other chickens in the coop. And I said to myself, is it my imagination or are they doing the head nod? They were doing the hair flicking of the invisible hair also. Aha, no, this is very bad. What am I going to do? What vet can I possibly take them to? I have a vet for dogs. I have a vet for cats. Thought and thought and thought and remembered that there is a veterinarian all the way out in Oakley, 45 minutes from my house, the Medical Center for Birds. Coolest thing ever, you all. They do birds, period. The end. They don't do llamas. They don't do goldfish. They don't do dogs. They don't do goats. They do birds. I called them up. Oh, gosh, it's hard to get an appointment, but... If you call back very first thing in the morning, I mean at 8.30 sharp, you should be able to get an emergency appointment for the same day. I said, okay. So I got up nice and early and I sat by that phone and at 8.29, I called. It rang and it rang. It says, Medical Center for Birds, here are your choices of buttons and here are your choices of other places you might go if this is an emergency. And then it went right to voicemail. And I said, no, 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 I really need this appointment. I left a message. I kept calling back, calling back, calling back, hoping to get a person. And eventually I did. Their computers had gone down. Ugh. That would drive me nuts. The nicest, nicest people. Sometimes you talk to people about chickens and they roll their eyes (gasps) like, really? You're going to take a chicken to the vet? Yes. If a chicken is sick, you need to get them to the vet and deal with it. The receptionist was so nice. She said, can you get here in an hour? Yeah, but I'm still in my PJs. Well, see what you can do and see if you can get here in an hour. I hung up the phone and dun, dun, dun. I quick ran around the house, put the dogs outside, make sure they have water, make sure they can't get into any mischief. Get the dog carrier, put in a fresh towel, get the chicken, take the chicken with you. I only took Meg with me. It would have been a very tight squeeze to have a lot of chickens in that little carrier. I put her in the car, I played music, I talked to her. She didn't care. I put a little yogurt in there. She's like, ah, food. I love food and I love yogurt. So she ate a little bit of yogurt and I got there. They came out and took Meg because of COVID. You sit in the parking lot. It was really, really quick. A very nice man came out, asked me all sorts of questions about Meg, what she seemed to be doing. I took a video of the coop of the other chickens and what they were doing. Aha, I know, right? Good idea. And I explained to him that I didn't know if it was my imagination or not, but they seemed to be head bobbing like a lot of them. And he started head bobbing. Yep, it's going to be a relief that it's not super, super serious. Yeah, he goes, we need to keep an eye on this. And I thought, what? What are we keeping an eye on? Do you see your coop? And I said, yes. And he said, do you see that bale of hay? And I said, yes, I love my bale of hay. When my students come to visit, they sit on the bale of hay. The chickens love the bale of hay. And he said they love it a little too much. Meg has been eating the hay. She has decided that she also likes the hay a little too 
much. She has in her crop, which I told you is the thing that munches up the food, she has a ball of hay. Uh-oh. Not only is that hay, we've been raking the leaves on our grass and we've been throwing the leaves in the coop so that the chickens could dig around and find bugs and worms. Well, apparently Meg has been eating not just bugs and worms, we call worms chicken spaghetti. She has been eating the grass too. So her babies have been watching her. Well, if you're eating the hay, we're going to eat the hay too. So they're all walking around head bobbing. Here's what I had to do. Guess that means I have to go home and get that bale of hay out of there. And he nodded his head like, you think? Yeah, okay, I will. I'll go do that. And I then told him how I'd made my chicken throw up. And he said, no, 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 no. We had somebody in here just yesterday who did that to their chicken. The chicken then died. I thought, okay, well, that's probably not good. No more turning the chicken upside down. You have to get rid of all that hay. You need to make sure they have clean water. Keep an eye on all of them. Hopefully, we won't have to go in there and do any cutting up of chickens. (gasps) And I thought, what? Cutting up of chickens? If that ball had gotten too big, y'all, they would have had to cut (gasps) through, remove the ball, which, as the doctor pointed out, that could be quite interesting to a veterinarian assistant or a new veterinarian. He would rather not do it unless it was necessary. Thank goodness. As the doctor was walking away, I thought, I don't know his name. That's terrible. So I called and the nice, nice lady, oh, that's Dr. Spear. Did you know that Dr. Spear has written several books on avian care? Avian care is bird care. He actually takes care of the birds at the San Francisco Zoo, the Oakland Zoo, Africa, USA, everything from ostriches to penguins. What? Dr. Spear? That was just here. That's what he does. Oh, yes. And is one of the number one avian vets in the world. I mean, I feel like I should have been dressed up talking to him. He's even written a book called Birds for Dummies. I so appreciated that I had the best of the best looking at our sweet little Meg. I can't say enough good things about them. Great ending. These are your pets, people. Take care of them. See you later. Bye.